0: This is the Edinburgh Reporter podcast and today I'm with Amanda Tindall. Amanda, do give me your job title.
1: I'm the Festival and Creative Director of Edinburgh Science.
0: And Edinburgh Science are today, Saturday the the 12th of June, uh, starting an exhibition here on Portobello Prom, but of course the festival doesn't really start till later on in the month. Uh, so tell us first of all about this exhibition, and it's an exhibition of photographs, really. We have a we wander through, and you can tell me about some of it.
1: Sure. So we're here on on Portobello Promenade for the launch of the Human Nature exhibition um, in advance of the Edinburgh Science Festival, which starts for starts proper on the 26th of June, and it's a series of. 40 large-scale photographs that celebrate humans' relationship with nature and some of the work that people are doing to help protect the planet for future generations.
0: And it, they're, these are from all over all over the world?
1: They're curated from all over the world, yes. So some of them are taken here in Scotland, um, others are in the Amazon, some in Turkey. So yeah, a real global collection because um, we share one world, science connects us. That's the theme of this year's festival. So we share responsibility for all sorts of things, including our responsibility for custodianship of, of the planet. And we want this exhibition to really Attract people's attention, draw them in through the beautiful imagery, and they can read the little captions that explain some of the background science and the that, that, that sit behind the imagery.
0: Okay, and if, let's let's just walk through some of them. This one is by Ed Gold, and it's a photo of Lisa, who lives on Skye, which is in the northwest of Highlands of Scotland, and she, you know, it's a lovely picture of somebody just tending to their vegetable patch. But you know, I guess th- th- is that is that uh, is that in danger? It's our what, what's the danger here?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think this image is Skoric is a is a very sort of self-sufficient community. Um, so uh, primarily powered by renewable energy, um, a lot of, uh, of residents there grow their own food and are self-sufficient in in that way. So they have a very close connection with with the landscape and and with the environment around them.
0: Yeah, it's quite quite nice for people to have something just here where we should say that we are just um, not far from the baths here actually but uh, at the corner of laying terrace and the promenade um, but you know take a little while to really absorb it it might take a few visits actually don't you think to Abs- get the message
1: absolutely yeah we're just in front of the the sort of community garden here on the on the promenade and the the, the, the uh, exhibition structures are very well spaced so people can can visit them safely and yeah to take a, a little bit of time and not only see the images, but but look at the the, the captions that accompany them and, and learn a little bit about some of the some of the messaging that we're trying to get across about that sort of connection to to our environment. I think over the over the pandemic, getting out into nature in some shape or form, whether it be your local park, whether it be getting onto the coast, yeah. has become even more important. It's, it's one of the few things that we could do.
0: Yes, it's definitely. Although some people have said, actually, I really quite like to go out for a walk with a purpose rather than just having to go out for a walk. But then I I understand what you're saying that really um, I'm sure there are some people who probably never walked around their own neighborhood or noticed beautiful plants in somebody's garden before before the pandemic
1: yeah there's been a real rise i'm on various foraging groups Uh, i've been getting into going around my (laughs) local environment and uh i'm not a very green-fingered person i admit but i do like food so going out (laughs) for a walk with the purpose of gathering food has been something that's That's given me real joy um, across the across the lockdowns Um, and I, i mean scientifically There's real evidence about the benefit um, from a psychological and a health perspective of spending time in nature. So forest bathing has become a thing around the world. I call it just spending time in the woods. Uh, But the research shows that your blood pressure often decreases in those situations. Um, There's a lot of evidence about the value of blue health, the concept of the psychological benefits of, of being near water and a lot of us might think yep if you're by the coast or by the ocean then you, you kind of know that but even um, as 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 much as spending time near a fountain mm-hmm. has been shown to have a beneficial health benefit, so you don't need <laughs> to be at the beach. It's the there's something about the the movement and uh, yeah. of water that mm-hmm. that can be very good for us. Uh.
0: That's terrific. Well, it, it, certainly you're giving people uh, very much uh, a walk with a real purpose here on uh, Porty Prom, and then at the end of the month, from the 26th of June until the 11th of July. Science Fest, Edinburgh Science Festival really gets going. So, what kind of things can people do then? Have you got some online, some real in person events? We have,
1: we've got a mixture of things. So, we have got an online program of about 80 events. Um, downloadable workshops and resources and live shows and stuff for kids and families um, as well as a a series of discussions debates etc for for adult audiences which people can access on demand when when it suits them because that's something we thought was very important um, that we gave people a flexibility to be able to access it when when they needed to Um, but we moved the festival from April to June to give us a better chance of getting back in the real-life game and we're really delighted that we've got this exhibition here that we two more exhibitions going into the city centre, one on um, climate innovation and one on innovations in engineering. Um, we've got a large scale art installation by artist Luke Jerram going into the Botanic Gardens called oh In Memoriam that will be commemorating people lost to COVID and will mm-hmm. also uh, honour the NHS frontline staff, carers and, and workers who've helped us through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but keeping with the theme of being outdoors and getting out and about um, we've got a load of walks tours and trails that people can either download and do as a self-led experience we've got some that are app driven including a a new pilot project that we've worked with the futures institute called a when which is a climate walk that looks to give you a mindful experience to connect you to your to your environment Um, and lots of group tours that you can book onto um which will obviously numbers will depend on what restrictions are there are at the time um, but all about giving people opportunities to, to safely interact with science in their surroundings in a year that would have been very difficult to do a lot of the high sort of density indoor activities that we would do in a normal year
0: yeah and I should have really asked you this at the top of the interview but your theme this year is
1: um one world science connects us uh,
0: is that the same as last year
1: uh no last year was called elemental and it was looking at our connection <laughs> with earth air fire and water um, yeah. but yeah this so year a similar bit different yeah i mean <laughs> i think we, we we choose a broad theme every year so that we're not restricted in what we do um but we try and find something that acts as a, as a good umbrella and the the reason we chose the one world science connects us this year is that science is at the center of so many aspects of our lives and that's become even more apparent over the past year or so with with the pandemic Absolutely. we are one world we share the challenges and the opportunities that that brings with it
0: that's fantastic well we shall look forward to that and just to remind people that your online presence is edinburghscience.co.uk. amanda tyndall thank you very much thank you so much for listening to the edinburgh report listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now this is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners would you like to know more about that then email editor at the edinburgh reporter.co.uk and remember you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct sign up today on our website www.thetinburghreporter.co.uk